Good morning, my dear Dharma friends. Happy New Year. On January 1st, a couple of days ago, I watched uh, online the New Year message issued by the Venerable Chan San, the head of Dharma Master of One Buddhism. And uh, today's my talk is uh, based on his message that I heard a couple of days ago. Last year, uh, we experienced uh, really unprecedented uh, difficult times in our life, very globally. I sincerely hope and pray in this new year we can overcome all these uh, challenging situations and the COVID-19 situation will be over as soon as possible. But historically, when we look back, uh, humans have uh, faced a lot of difficult uh, times uh, for a long, long time. We know the Black Death, which started uh, in 14th century in Europe. Do you know how many people died because of that great plague? 20 million people died. In some city like London, half of the people was gone. Or the great famine in Ireland that started because of the potato crop failure in successive years. More than one million people died in the early 19th century. And uh, you have heard of the Soviet famine, Soviet famine, yes. that started by the misleading policy of the Joseph Stalin. You know how many people died? 3.5 million people died. This kind of a disease uh, periodically happened in human history. For example, in the First World War, 40 million people died. Exactly 22 years later, we experienced the Second World War. 56 million died. After war, more than 20 people died because of the war-related disease and the famine. So I'd like to say the challenge that we faced last year is not unprecedented at all. When our founding master created a, the first one Buddhist community in the early it's exactly the time of a Spanish flu, which led 50 million people died in the whole world. He endured lots of difficulties. Venerable Jansan, the current head of the master, said 
even though we think uh, we are in a very difficult time, we have something to eat. We have a house to live to most of the people. But in those days, uh, people starved to death. Our founding master's uh, prospect of the future is very bright. He said, uh, in the coming area that we encounter is uh, really bright and uh, truly civilized world. But before we meet uh, that bright uh, era, human race have to pass the test. The test can be in order is from the revolution, like a communist revolution or French revolution. In the coming world, test that usually from, comes from the global disease. So by resetting our life goal with a great faith and living in a very truthful way, with a great dedication and sincerity, uh, I think. And all the masters said that we can overcome this test uh, very skillfully in order to meet the great age, coming age. The, just like uh, Catherine read the New Year message. The future Buddha is called the Maitreya Buddha. It's the terminology in Mayana Buddhism, not in one Buddhism. Maitreya literally means friend. friend. And the order, the world, where the Maitreya Buddha is presiding is a dragon flower order. Dragon in Asia is considered a very auspicious animal. You have seen venerable Chasa, who stayed here a couple of years ago at the One Dharma Center. His residence is called Yonghua Jongsa, Dragon Flower Residence, which is located at the foot of the Maitreya mountain. It's a, it's a strange coincidence. Maitreya mountain is uh, very close to the Iksan city, where the Korean headquarters of one Buddhism is uh, located. Our third head Dharma master, Venerable Desan, said, uh, there is a old saying that uh, in the coming world, at the foot of the Maitreya mountain, there will be established thousands of monasteries and the tens of thousands of retreat centers. So one day, Chang Sanin, the assistant minister of our Hededama Master Tezan, asked them, so far, we had that all the same, but so far, there's just a few retreat centers or monasteries that they are there. 
when those are monasteries that will be established, Venerable Tessan said, uh, thousands, tens of thousands of retreat centers, monasteries will be built, means each and every house, each and every place will become the practice center. That's its meaning. So, one disciple asked to our founding master, in that Maitreya Buddha world, who is the leader, who is the precursor? Then our founding master said, Maitreya Buddha, or I am the leader. He didn't say in that way. He said, the person, the practitioner, who is awakened to that truth will be the master, will be the leader of that world. How can we become the leader? That great, bright world is not come free. We have to make effort. So just like the head of my master said, if we actualize one item of essential dharmas of daily practice, then one paradise will be created. If we put into action two items of essential dharmas of daily practice, and two paradises will be realized in our house, in this society, and in the whole world. Essential dharmas of daily practice is composed of nine items. The first three is the most essential. As we always chant at the end of the service, the mind, Dosan's mind is originally free from disturbance, illusion, wrongdoing, but disturbances or delusions or wrongdoings arise in response to sensory objects. Let us restore the samadhi, equanimity, wisdom, precepts of our original nature by letting go of those disturbances. In my experience, when I make a wrong judgment or misbehave or make an unwholesome choice, usually when my mind is not focused, and my mind loses its cool, I tend to make mistakes. That's why among threefold practice, cultivation of spirit, cultivation of wisdom, choice in action, the first is spiritual cultivation. So number, the first item of essential dharmas of daily practice is about how can we restore the tranquility, the focus, concentration of our mind, especially when we lose our center or control? When you read, uh, it's just like uh, some formula. In order to to drive your car, 
you do not have to become an excellent car mechanic. Just knowing several essential things is good enough. So in order to use our mind very well, we, we do not have to wait until we attain great enlightenment, like Sotesan or Shakyamuni Buddha. Based on his teaching by this formula, we can use our mind, restore our tranquility of our mind when we got upset or angry or jealous, etc. In order to use our mind, why using our mind is very important? Because our life, our destiny depends on our using our mind. If we skillfully use our mind, it will change our life destiny. You can attain what you would like to accomplish. In order to, when you drive your car, as I said, you do not have to become a perfect car mechanic. But at least, uh, you know, the basic principle, how the brake works, how the gas pedal works. Uh, so in order to change the direction, you have to use your will in what way how the car moves. Likewise, in order to use our mind very well, understanding the basic principle of our mind, how our mind functions, is very, very helpful. The first item says that. The mind is originally free from disturbance. This is very, very important. Our mind is originally inherently free from disturbance, free from delusion, wrongdoing. Today when I sit at outside, there's no sun. Cloud is very thick. However strong the wind is, the cloud is formed even though we cannot see the sun, the pure, clear sky, empty sky, cannot be tainted, cannot be influenced. Our original mind is like that. Technically, it is called the jinggong, or true emptiness, true voidness. But disturbances arise in response to sense of it in response to certain conditions, just like the wind arises, just like depending on certain conditions, clouds are formed. For example, I was very peaceful, but my spouse asked me very unreasonable things. At work, my boss said very nasty things. In response to some sense of objector, some disturbances arise. It's just like a mind weather. 
from nothingness or true voidness, something arise. From nothing to something. Technically, it's called the myoyu, marvelous existence. Marvelous existence. It's applied to the nature as well as to our mind as well. But each and every moment, the shape of the cloud is changing. Have you seen any wind that's still? It's constantly moving. Wow, I was angry yesterday for the whole day. But each and every moment, the quality the intensity of anger or whatever things, resentment or disappointment, is constantly changing. The nature of all phenomena, whether it's mental, emotional, physical, the basic characteristic is impermanence, it's a change. So it's called Zhohua, we usually call it, uh, translate that, Creative transformation. So why our founding master wrote this formula in a very detailed way, in a very, but very succinct, concise way, so that we can utilize that. If the manual is very complicated, we cannot use that. Whether it's the manual of a washer or iPhone, whatever things they are. So our mind is originally free from disturbance, originally free from delusion and the wrongdoing, but it can happen. But it will disappear eventually. But the point is how can we very quickly skillfully restore our innate tranquility, innate wisdom, innate precepts at this very moment. That is the point, let's call that meditation in action. My first workplace was a soul meditation center. At the time, there was a teacher, uh, Park Young-hoon, uh, he's very dedicated, uh, one Buddhist who apply one Buddhist teaching, especially essential dharmas of daily practice in his school. He worked at the alternative high school. Most of the students are high school dropouts. They are all troublemakers. Beyond the troublemaking, some are incarcerated uh, many times. One day, there was one student, and he does not, he skipped the class too often, and he caused trouble. He fought a lot with his fellow student, and usually in that case, uh, the teacher usually reports the situation to the parents, 
and the parents are supposed to come to the school, but he called to his mother several times, but she does not come to school. But one day he decided, I better meet her. I have to go to her hair salon. She, she was hairdresser. And when he met her in that hair salon, he explained her son's behavior at school. And he causes a lot of troubles with a lot of detailed cases. But she yelled to that teacher, said, what's wrong with my son? That's a very unexpected answer. What's wrong with my son? So to the eyes of the mother, nothing was inherently wrong. Of course, she knows he's a troublemaker. That does not necessarily mean that he is originally inherent troublemaker. Teacher Park Young-hoon told us uh, he was very, very moved by her mother's word. What's wrong with my son? In that alternative school, Students fight all the time, fight all the time. But the biggest problem was uh, most of the students have a very low self-esteem. They usually think that kind of a thought, I'm a troublemaker, they can deeply embed it in their mind and heart. For example, a student's fight, he called uh, a student to his office, and what happened? Said my friend talked some very nasty thing to me, and we became involved in quarter, etc. And many students said, "I'm." Originally, very angry person, very angry person. But the teacher asked, are you angry when you have a very delicious meal or spend the time with your loved ones or when you watch interesting movies? You are not angry at that time. So you are not angry person. You become angry on and off. That does not make you are originally an angry person. And he usually shows the students a $50 bill, two bills. One is completely crisp, one is crumbled. To give that lesson, he always carry two $50 bills. Do you think this is crumbled? To the high school student, $50 being money. Do you think this is a crumbled? So you'd like to discard that? Whether it is crumbled or crisp, it has 
the same value. So you are originally a good person. But depending on the situation, you acted or your mind was in that way. So you just come back to your original nature. Just like you wash your clothes, the student become very hopeful and encouraged. Do you know what? The parents of that alternative high school's wish is to see their children to get the high school diploma. But by this simple mindfulness study, practice, mindfulness journaling, volunteering acts, the ratio in that alternative high school for the students to enter very distinguished universities as high as the other regular school. People can be changed. And they change their mind. So the starting point is uh, our belief or realization that we are originally a good person. Just like the first Buddha's word, all sentient beings are already perfect, lacking nothing. There was one one Buddhist minister who thinks he's too shy, he's an introvert. In order to become a good minister, it's a big obstacle, he thought in that way. But he had a lot of counseling with many teachers. It didn't help. But one day, he happened to be involved in one conversation and he confessed his worry. So he's an introvert, he's too shy. Then the teacher asked, are you originally shy or originally an introvert or extrovert? Tell me, you are originally an introvert or extrovert? He's a minister, so originally he's a neither introvert nor extrovert. That very simple reply from the minister really changed his attitude. Before that, in order to change his personality, in order to change his characteristic, he made a lot of effort that made him suffer. And it didn't work very well. But when he clearly realized he is originally neither shy, neither introvert, his original mind is a clear sky. It is true, depending on the situation, he put his gear into reverse. He's very, he feels awkward in a new situation. It's not associated very well with the new friend that way. But uh, that does not mean the gear is broken. Most of the time, the gear is perfectly in the neutral state. So he did not try to change his uh, character. He just uh, realized 
his original state of mind. And after that, the change become very natural and uh, effortful. So these days we are surrounded uh, by so many bad news. But what can be a greater gospel? Gospel means the good news that uh, we are originally perfect, lacking nothing. Our practice starts here, just like our Hadadama master. If we realize one item, one paradise will be realized. If we practice two items, two paradises will be realized. So let's reflect and actualize the essential dharmas of daily practice in this new year. Thank you. Thank you.